0: B.S. Show Season 2, Episode 21, Sean Gankhurst with Justin Chasmart and Adam Tynan, and 6-3 and three last week, we pretty much stay on fire here, 37-17 and 17 over our last six weeks, which is next to an unheard of number, uh, brings our overall records, puts Chaz at 23-16, and 16, and you ready for this, Adam, this is what I've been saving, so I've been in last all year on the overall records, but I am now at 21 and 18, and you're still above 500, sitting at 20 and 19
1: right now. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know. Mother.
2: 18 is <laughs> dropping
0: quick. Oh, man.
1: That's the worst that's, news I've heard all week.
0: That's why I kind of saved it for the live show here, Hato. Damn it.
1: Yeah. I did not know that. I was wondering. I thought we were tied, but. No, Mike. P- of one win on you now. I nah, nah. that, that' week nah. that'll just add some fuel to the fire for me this week we'll be all yeah, right.
0: they did get me in the head to head last week, which you know
1: big need it
0: Yeah, puts means I'm up seven six on you on the year, and well, like I said the way the way we've been going back and forth, I'm sure you're gonna get to seven and seven here, and whatever we bet before, I probably probably put it to eight and eight which is when I think I'll lose my last two, just to finish eight and nine for you to break over 500 for the first time.
1: (laughs) That'd be too good. That would just be the best.
0: But that would kill me. But we got a, once again, bye weeks are done. Mentioned this last week, we got all 32 teams in action. And as always, starting with Thursday night, Got Dallas at Chicago here. Two teams that played last week on Thanksgiving. Full week's rest here. Bears, three-point underdogs at home to the Cowboys. Over under 43, and we're going to start with Gonzo. I don't even know who he has, but who does he have?
2: Yeah, that pick last week with the the Cowboys wasn't the greatest. Um, But it looks like Gonzo is not going to learn from his mistake as he's doubling down with the Cowboys. He's got the boys minus three and uh i guess he's he's looking for a little redemption here but i'm i'm with him obviously and and this cowboy team they they're not playing good but they just keep getting lucky cuz the eagles are just playing as bad and at some point this dallas team has to click and has to take advantage of philly dropping games especially to miami and uh going to chicago with a team that can't score many points, I think the, the Cowboys go there, take care of business, and and finally get their seventh win and stay uh, atop of that NFC. So I'm going to go with the boys here. Um, 23-17, so I got them to win in cover. And, uh, yeah, that's what Gonzo's got.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know,
2: this week I actually can't.
1: I hate on Mitch too much, you know. It's pretty much as you guys always talk about how I start my uh, rant on the Bears is Mitch having a subpar performance. But I mean, the guy played well last week, albeit against a bad Detroit Lions defense. <laughs> but you know, I mean, guy made some plays in the fourth quarter and third down when they needed it, so you got to give him credit there. Um, I said to you guys during the week, what I, I was actually hoping the Cowboys would find a way to squeak by on Thanksgiving and then lay it down with at, at Chicago this week, but. You know, I uh, I don't feel great about the game, to be honest with you. Um, I think the Cowboys, like Chaz said, will figure it out, and they will, uh, you know, they're just eventually going to find a way to get a win. Um, you know, and the funny part to me is either way, the Cowboys can't um, beat the curse of winning against the 500 team better because if they win, the Bears are going to be under 500. So uh, I think the Cowboys will go into Chicago and take care of business. Uh, officially knock the Bears out of playoff contention, unfortunately. Um, similar score to you, Chaz, by like 24-20 uh, Dallas. Um, now yeah, with you guys here, uh, Mitch,
0: like you said, Adam, Mitch kind of is starting to be coming around, but when you look at it it's against the Giants and Lions and this Cowboys team, it's a much different defense than both of those. I think the Mitch we've kind of seen for most of the season is a Mitch we're going to see this week. Um, I mean, Chicago's still not going to take away from their defense or give Dallas a fight at home here in Dallas, as we've been able to see as, been underachieving heavy this year, but when it's all said and done, I think Dallas will cause some problems for Mitch. Um, Dak I think has a decent enough game here, and when it's all said and done, I just trust Dak over Mitch the way they've been playing this season. On the ride with that, I'll take the Cowboys here twenty to seventeen.
2: They got to figure it out.
1: Eventually, They right? have
0: to.
2: It has to be this
0: week.
1: They have to. I mean, it is gonna be absurd if they lose to Mitch and the Bears, but I don't
0: know. He you really gotta start calling for Garrett's head if you're a Cowboys
1: fan, if you lose this week, right? I mean he's gonna get the end of the season either way, but
2: it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean that roster being six and six is just is so insane. Stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. It doesn't add up. Yeah. It doesn't add up at all. Gangs, no. you going to the Giants next year?
0: Don't say that. <laughs> we got Riverboat Ron coming to the Giants next year. Uh, I like that fit, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there soon, though. Um. All right, Chaz, here comes your Ravens now. Five-and-a-half-point road favorites. Gangs Buffalo, the team that handed it to Dallas last week on Thanksgiving. Another over under at forty three. Chaz, you have here with your boys.
2: Yeah, this is a this is an interesting line, and I think last week the uh, Ravens game against the Niners in just some absolute shitty weather it was just a a head to head, you know, top two teams arguably in the league going tail to tail and coming down to Justin Tucker, the goat, hitting a game winning field goal. But I think that. Well, not only prove that the Niners are pretty legit, but the Ravens were were tested. They've throughout the year they've been kind of beating teams pretty handily, and to see them win that game like they did was a uh, was a big test, and it it uh I think it kind of silenced everyone that didn't fully believe in them um, to think that they can't beat a a really good defense. So. With that being said, I think going to Buffalo, a lot of people think this is a trap game. I'm not going to say it's a trap game. I think it's going to be closer than, than some people may expect because if you know Buffalo, they're going to be ready to ready to go in this game. You know Their fans, they're going to think this is like the Super Bowl, getting the 10-2 Ravens coming to town, getting the MVP of the league. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take the Ravens to win. I'm not going to take them to cover. I think the Bills will keep this close and not to mention the Bills are the best team in the league against the spread this season. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens 24-20 to in a game that's a little scary, but at the end of the day, I'm going to trust the MVP and the Ravens to get a dub.
1: Yeah, Chazzy. I mean, I, I was hoping you'd get, uh, give me the Ravens win but Bills cover because that's exactly where I think this game's going to go. I, I think Buffalo's defense will just come to play. I mean, they pretty much do every week. Um, you know, tough place to play. Ravens going off a big win. Uh, I think the Bills are looking for something to prove. Uh, I don't think they're going to win, but I think they keep it very close. And you could see another Justin Tucker field goal to win it. Uh, I like the under here, though. I think Buffalo will find a way to slow down Lamar a little bit and just not be able to put up enough points to win. I will take Ravens to win uh, 20-17. to
0: <coughs> Um, Probably going to be right around the same boat as you guys. What is this, second week in a row where Ravens been at that five and a half, too? Yeah. We've done this. But – yeah, I mean, Buffalo, I kind of been underselling Buffalo. I haven't fully bought into them yet, but they did impress me on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys there. And when you look at their record, maybe you got to start buying a little bit into them. And like we all said, like Buffalo, not easy to go into and win. But once it's all said and done, the Ravens are playing out above an elite level right now. And when you compare them to the Bills team, I just think the Ravens are better. I think it's going to be a little struggle for the Ravens going into Buffalo, but I really just don't think Buffalo can pull this one out against a team that I still think is much better than them. But I will take the five and a half points with Buffalo here because that does seem like a pretty big number for a game like this with the records of these teams. And Adam, I'm with you on the under. I'm actually going to pick a pretty similar score to, with you. I got the Ravens 21-17. Which uh, brings me to my Panthers, and here we fucking go. Uh, well, I, big, think I think big, this is the week. I think this is the week. I officially lose the bet here. Panthers, 3.00 point dogs in Atlanta. Over under 47. Panthers, as most of you have probably heard right now, fired Ron Rivera earlier in the week. Um, former Giants defensive coordinator Perry Hurl, the interim head coach, which is one of the most questionable things I've seen. I'd imagine there's got to be someone on that staff better than him to take that role, but good for him, I guess. But um, with that being said, um, the Panthers, obviously, have just kind of been a dumpster fire after their 4-2 start, and I don't really see it getting much better here in Atlanta. (coughs) I think I think the Falcons just kind of, once these division games started, have hit a different level we didn't see in the first half of the season, even though they haven't been as great. And the Panthers, like I said, they're a dumpster fire. I don't think they know what's going on. One thing I'm asking for is I think it's time for Will Greer to get in the pocket there for Carolina. I oh, can only geez. hope as a former West Virginia <laughs> grad. Because, let's be honest, Kyle Allen has not been the answer recently. And what do you have to lose at this point of the season? But – I'm going to take the Falcons over under 47. I do think we see some points in this one. And now the Falcons winning and covering. I actually think the Falcons are score a lot in this one,
1: 31-24. Yeah, Gank, I mean, you make a few good points. Um, you know, shout out to Ron Rivera, former Bear great, by
2: the way, <laughs> 85 Bears.
1: Um, <laughs> but I think – I think the problem is really that Kyle Allen has not been playing well enough. And, I mean, the guy threw four picks against Atlanta when they played in Carolina a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I don't see that changing. Um, I just think it's a tougher place to play in Atlanta, and I don't really like the points here. Um, I just think Kyle Allen will have a tough game. And uh, maybe they will see Will Greer next week. Who knows, man? Um, but I'm going to take the Falcons to win in cover 23-16. to
2: There it is. Little, <laughs> wow an early six mate. early and often baby <laughs> uh,
0: we got we got one more coming maybe two now uh
2: yeah. gank i'm with you on the over i'm gonna go against you guys on this game though i'm uh falcons won the last four and last seven to eight i think the i think the panthers are due to to beat them and i think this is solely on the fact that two or two or three weeks ago whenever the hell they played uh Carolina got absolutely mopped up by him at home. And I think it's, yeah, boy, gank. Um, I, I, think it, I, think it's, uh, I think it's more of a revenge game, if, if anything. And to, the Panthers, I, even though it's pretty much dead, they're still mathematically still in it. The Falcons are not. I think simply because the Panthers have the best player on the field and Christian McCaffrey, I think he's going to make a lot of plays. So give me the Panthers to win. I like the over 26 24 Panthers. I'm still trying not to laugh. I anything. <laughs> I got you
0: both. <laughs> that's big. <laughs>
1: that big. Okay, with the bottle open, you you heard both. You heard the, like the bottle open, then you drop the bottle open and everything. Whole process.
0: Do you want to know what that was? What was me just dropping the cap in the empty bottle?
2: <laughs>
1: there it
0: is. <laughs> but that's my way of messaging because I don't have cans this week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my way of messaging. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's get back to the AFC North here. Bengals coming out off their first one of the season against the Jets. Now eight and a half point road dogs to the Browns. was last week against the Steelers. Over under forty and a half. Um I'm gonna say this from right off the bat. I love the Bengals. I think this is a big spread for a game like this. Eddie Dalton coming out last week and getting the Bengals their first win after riding the bench for half the season. Could be a spark for them um, when it's all said and done. The Browns coming off the loss at home, I think, are the better team here, and they're going to win the game. But two teams that know each other very well, divisional game, eight and a half seems like a huge number. And I think the Bengals are going to come out and cover it. I think the Browns are going to win over under forty and a half. I have it under by the half a point because I'm going to take the Browns. Browns twenty three seventeen
1: here Gank, um, well, we got our first disagreement of the of the pot, I believe uh, I think the Browns are going to come out ready to go. Um, I mm-hmm. think they still think that they're in the playoff race for the AFC. Uh, tough loss last week, which I took twenty from Gank on. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, I you know I, and I called the Bengals with cover last week, um, but i I don't think it's going to happen this week. I think that Cleveland's defense will show up at home. Um, and I think the offense will do enough to win. So I like Cleveland to win. I like them to cover. I like the under as well. Give me twenty-four fourteen, Cleveland.
2: Yeah, I'm going with, uh, with Gank on this one. I think I think this eight and a half is a little bit too much for me. Sorry, that's right. Chaz knows his Bengals whole year. Yep, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, the the last line the Browns had b- before last week when they were home against the Dolphins, they were eleven point favorites, and they covered that one. And I was pretty confident in that, but. Like you said, divisional game. It, this eight and a half is a big number, even if it's not a divisional game. And they're coming off a bad loss and a loss that pretty much it puts them pretty down on the down, pretty far down the totem pole for the playoff hunt in the AFC. So I think they're going to be a little bit down this week. Not to mention Baker Mayfield's still banged up. He didn't even throw today at practice. So, give me the Bengals to cover this. At the end of the day, I think the Browns win, but eight and a half is just too much for me. Give me the Browns, 24 to 20.
0: Oh, going over there. Oh, man, Broncos. All <laughs> right, well, I can say the Broncos quarterback now, Drew Locke in his first start getting the win for the Broncos last week. Um, Chargers made the Chargers to kind of – hand them that win that's nothing new anymore but now now we got a little tougher test here for drew um in houston here houston nine and a half point favorites at home over under 41 and a half and houston with a huge win on sunday night football over new england last week gets on the eight and four kind of gets some momentum rolling a chance to really start running in this afc south and i think there's no reason why houston doesn't win this game at home um much tougher test for Denver, like I said. I actually – nine and a half, which seems like a big spread. I'm actually going to take Houston to win and cover that. I think the Sean Watson's going to start hitting his stride. That was arguably one of the bigger wins he's had in his young career so far, I think, last week. And he keeps momentum rolling at home, and I think he keeps momentum rolling into January where Houston might turn to a team we're going to be keeping eyes on for a little bit here. I'll take the Texans. Scoring points against the Broncos defense is over-under seems low. I think when Houston's on the field and you have an over-under in the low 40s, I think the over's always going to be good value here. So I'll take Houston winning at home here. I'll go
1: 28-17. Okay, uh, we're disagreeing again two in a row, man. Um, I am not crazy enough in any way to think Denver will keep, will uh, win this game. But I just think, think 9.5 is a lot for a Houston team that can be inconsistent. I feel like they don't blow many teams out and Denver has kept games really close all year. I mean, they've lost, what is it? Three or four games on a field goal. Uh, so I think that, uh, and they almost won in Minnesota. So I think Denver is going to come in. They're going to play well enough to keep the game close, keep it a one score game. I think Houston will win. I like the points as well too. Um, I got Houston 27, 20.
2: I'm going to side with gank again on this one. Nate. uh, Sheesh. I think, uh, He's a one-man crew. Yeah, Damn, yeah, yeah. You are. No, I think I think this is a this is a big game for for the Texans coming off that statement win against the Patriots. You get a a nice easy matchup at home against the Bronco team, where you can either blow them out like you're supposed to, or you can roll over, take them easy, and keep it close. And I I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think Drew Locka's first win last week at home against the Chargers and in an absurd ending, and not, that game blows my mind how Denver won. But he got his first win. That's all that matters. But now he goes to Houston to a team that, you know, is, is feeling themselves right now after a big win. So I think Houston comes out, takes care of business, um, and Drew Lock is going to struggle. So give me the Texans to win and cover. I'm going to go opposite of you guys. So I like the under just because I don't think Denver is going to score. Uh, give me Texans 23 to 10. Yonder, huh?
0: Interesting. (laughs) Um (laughs) interesting. Interesting. (laughs) So he might come back to that over under, but we'll see. Um Detroit, Minnesota. Detroit down to their about thirteenth quarterback of the season, (laughs) David Blau. (laughs) Um Vikings, thirteen point favorites at home here. Over under forty three and a half. and a half. AT, this is part of your division here. What do you have?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I I like the Vikings, man. I like them big this week. I just – I don't see Detroit going into Minnesota and making this a game. I think Minnesota had a tough loss last week in Seattle. um, And I just think Minnesota bounces back. I think that they've taken care of business at home multiple times this year. I've uh, blown out a couple teams. So, um you know, I think Kirk's playing well and he's putting up points and I don't think Detroit's defense is gonna is gonna stop that. So I think Minnesota uh, will come in and take care of business. Uh, give me twenty seven thirteen. Yeah,
0: I I'm still like torn on this game. Not in turns winner. Minnesota's coming off the loss, they're gonna win this game at home. Obviously, um Kirk been playing good football, especially the second half of the season. I'm still torn on the spread, though. 13 points is a lot. David Blau, who might have just been a couple drives to start the game that really cut Detroit in that game against Chicago on Thanksgiving before things started taking a turn for the worse. But when it's all sudden and done, he put up points. And I feel like every time Minnesota is a big favorite like this, they don't cover. And I've seen them, still remember last year, them losing as a 17-point favorite to Buffalo last year, and Kirk Cousins. I do think Minnesota wins the game. I do think they win by double digits. I don't think they cover the 13, though. I think Blau's going to find a way to score a couple points, keep it somewhat interesting, maybe, but when it's all said and done, Minnesota will win at home. Double digits, don't cover the 13, though. Game goes over by half a point, 27-17.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with Adam on this one. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh, here <laughs> we go. Here
0: we go. <laughs> there it is.
2: Uh, Gang, you hit it I mean, you hit it right on the head with every time there's a big line with Minnesota in Minnesota, they never cover. Um they lost to Buffalo last year, seventeen point favorites. They sh- almost lost to Denver a couple weeks ago when they were thirteen point favorites, I think. Um or fourteen point favorites. But uh, I would I have a different feeling about this one. I think it mainly because David Blow is coming into town, and uh, I, I just I can't see them putting up that many points in Minnesota. And I think Minnesota, coming off a tough loss in Seattle, uh, they're going to come back. They're going to rebound. And uh, so I like the Vikings to roll in this one. I'm going to take them twenty-seven to ten. That's I can see
0: that too. <laughs> that game just scares me. Yeah, stay away. Um, this game kind of also scares me too, especially in terms of gambler. Colts and Tampa Bay here. Tampa Bay three point favorites at home, over under 46.5. I need to listen back to all of our shows, but if I'm confident about one thing, I think I missed on almost 90% of the Tampa Bay games this year. And <laughs> <laughs> not figure out what's going to happen. Um, missed last week, but if. This season tells us anything over in Tampa Bay games. is usually a safe bet. Over forty six and a half. I don't hate as a bet this week, Colts defense. Not too bad not too bad, but no Tampa Bay's on the field usually points involved. But I'm kind of scared to pick this game against the spread. I don't even know who's gonna win this game right now. Honestly, if I'm going off my gut feeling, I think the Colts and Jacoby Brissett, who kind of been on a down slope recently get things going again here I think they're still the better team in Tampa Bay but I felt like I said that last week and worked against me but I'm gonna take the Colts to win here I'm not doing it confidently at all I will take the over 46 and a half and I'll take the Colts 27-24
1: yeah I mean um I feel pretty confident about the Colts with this one. I just think that they are a much better team. Um, you know, I think that they play a much different brand of football than the Bucks. I mean, they, they try to milk the clock, not turn the ball over, and you got Jameis throwing three picks a game in Tampa Bay. Um, and Jacoby Brissett hasn't been playing great, but I think the Colts will bounce back, and I, I think that they still see themselves in the playoff on, even though they had a really weird, tough loss at home to Gank's uh, Ryan Tannehill-led Titans.
0: That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I actually do have the same score as you, though, Gank. I love the over just like I do every week with Tampa Bay. So give me Indianapolis
2: 27-24. All right, I'll be, the, I'll be the lone man on this one. I think I'm, uh, yes. I'm, going, with, yeah, I'm going with Tampa in this one. And, and I looked at this game, and I, I thought Colts right away. But then I looked a little bit more into it and thought about it. And when you look at these two teams, the strength of the Colts is and what their game plan is is to run the football, and they do that effectively every week. And Brissett's kind of more of a game manager, but when you look at the Bucs, the strength of their defense is their run day, and they're top of the league in that category. So, in order for the Colts to beat this Bucks team, they're gonna have to air it out, and Brissett is gonna have to air it out. And he's not playing well enough right now for me to be able to take them in this game. He's got two touchdowns in his last five games. So, unless something turns this week, I'm gonna take the Bucks. But like you guys, I love the over. Um, I just trust James to put up more points than Brissett. So give me the Bucks 28 23.
0: All right. Brings us to Miami. Adam, you picked against Miami last week. You see what happens. That's what you
2: get, Bull. Very Don't turn
0: on your voice. Foolish. Foolish.
1: <laughs> foolish.
0: Don't turn on your voice. Nope. And now they're getting five points against a Jet team that just handed the Bengals their first one of the season last week in MetLife Stadium over under 45.5. Um, I don't want you, Soros, if they're Dolphins.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you beat me to it. Uh, you know, the Finns, you know, I was foolish, very foolish to pick against them the spread. Uh They've been good to me all, all year. And, uh, you know, I hope they'll take me back this week because I, re- I really think they're going to cover this week. Um, you know, I think that, that loss the Jets had this past week to the winless Bengals is going to kind of – turned them into a, a bit of a tailspin these last couple of games. I just I think that they were hoping they could kind of find a way to almost win out, but I don't I don't I don't see them bouncing back. Uh and the Finns are playing they're hot man. They're hot. They're playing well. I've been saying for
2: just, 8 weeks.
1: And Chazzy has <laughs> got to give him <them> that. <laughs> you know, they just they're a different That's team so than wins. they were. <laughs>
2: hey, mean, like one win st- behind the Jets. Yeah, oh, no. I know. Mean, <laughs> what
1: did they start? Like what was their first like, their first, like 0 and 7, Owen 7 like that? Yeah, I mean, so, first mean,
2: win against the Jets. How
1: about it, huh? There you go. So uh, I think Miami, oh, I think that they cover. Um, you know, I, I don't like the points here. I like the under, but give me uh, give me 19 to 16,
2: Miami. You son of a bitch. What the <laughs> fuck is that? 19 <laughs> to 16?
0: <60?
2: laughs> oh, my God. I don't a six. We got nine in here now. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Adam is waiting to say that score. Yep. Yeah, I, dude, circled like, that yep. I circled that game. I circled it.
1: All
0: right. Um, yeah, nineteen to sixteen. I don't know about that, but like we all said, Miami. I mean, kind of coming around up to three wins here. I'm gonna take the Jets to win this game at home when it's all said and done. But Adam, I'm with you when it comes to Miami covering the spread. I actually th- think this game's pretty tight, and to be honest, I actually like the over a lot here. When you look at the Jets, I mean, not a great performance against Cincinnati last week. We saw that. But you look at their last three games before that, and they just 34 points, 34 points, 34 points. And then, obviously, the Eagles' defense ain't the best. But Miami beating a Philly team no one expected to see was impressive enough. And not for nothing, they scored in the high 30s that game. And I think the Jets at home here kind of find their offense again, but Miami, who has been, you know, playing well recently, especially the past month, month and a half, I think they will keep pace. I think we see two teams that might actually trade some punches here that I'll take the Jets to pull it out at home, but I think the Dolphins keep pace here, and I'll take the Jets at home, 27-23. I'm
2: going solo again, and. I know my motto has been the Dolphins have been hot, but I think this is strictly on the fact that the Jets got blown out in Miami. And I just don't think they can lose to them twice in the same year when the Dolphins are this bad. And I know they're playing good. They just had a big win against the Birds. But <clears throat> going to the Jets, and I think I'm going off the three games before last week for the Jets. The Jets laid an egg last week, lost to the Winn-Spangles, but the three games before that were pretty impressive and mostly that that Oakland game where they just blew them out of the water and i think i think the jets will win and cover it'll be close but i'm actually i think it'll be a little a little low scoring but i'll take him to win and cover uh 21 to 14
1: does it doesn't Dolphins-Jets in December just sound like a nineteen sixteen game?
2: Or just an <laughs> ugly, close-going game? I don't think I can ever say a game sounds like a 19-16 to game. Yeah, I don't know if
0: I've ever said that, <laughs> to be honest. I think I've said it a few times. <laughs> I'm saying it might not be the first time you take that score this week. Um, <laughs> Big-time 1 o'clock game here. Again, <laughs> Niners on the this- one. <laughs> This one needs to be played at 1 o'clock, but yep, San Francisco Niners on the road once again here in New Orleans, Saints two-and-a-half point home favorites, over under 44-and-a-half. Chaz, you start this one.
2: Yeah, like I said with the Ravens, uh, when I talked about that game, the Niners last week I think proved to a lot of people that they can play with the best, and I think... They got a lot more respect from the league, and and the way that they played. I know they lost, but but they were in there till the very end. And if you know their field goal, they had a field goal blocked. If that field goal it doesn't get blocked, I mean you don't know. Maybe they win, or that the, the field goal at the end by Tucker just ties it up. But now they, as if going to Baltimore wasn't hard enough, now they get to go to the ten and two Saints. So. Their schedule definitely isn't easy, but now they're going to the Saints, who, like I said, ten and two, coming off a win in Atlanta, where they clinched the South. Um, they're ten and two, and I'm almost going to say this, for the Saints this is a must-win game, for because I think they need that one seed, and two ten and two teams. I know the Niners are sitting at the five seed right now, which is absurd, that, and they're, that they're ten and two, but they the Saints need to win this game, and. I think they do. I'm going to take Drew Brees at home all day here. Um, that's not a discredit to the Niners. I think this will be a close game. But once again, I think the Niners will just come up a little short, and simply because the Saints are home, and I trust Drew Brees more than I trust Jimmy Garoppolo. So give me the Saints to win. I like the over. I like the Saints to cover by a half point, but give me the Saints
1: 27-24. Yeah, Chaz, I mean, I think you got it perfect when you said this is a must-win for New Orleans because when I saw this, the first thing I thought was kind of the one seed. Um, yep. You know, New Orleans knows in the playoffs that they need to play home if they want to win. Uh, under Sean Payton, I think they may have one road playoff victory, or I'm not. Maybe I think they went to Philly one year, but um, I mean, how about the Niners? They got to go in Baltimore and in New Orleans back-to-back weeks. That's that's like the two hardest matchups you could put together. I mean,
2: damn. That's
1: so fun. Yeah, that is tough. Um, you know. I, I just that, yeah, like you said, the Saints are a little more battle-tested over the years, you know, and, and nothing, not even going against the Niners. It's just, it's a tough matchup for them. Um, it's a tough place to play. And Drew Brees makes a few more plays than Jimmy G when it comes down to it. So I'm going to take the Saints a little bit less points than you, uh, but I like them 24 to 20.
0: Um, All right, I'm going to be my own one-man crew here. Wow. 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 Yeah, <laughs> For someone that, has never been fully bought into the Niners this year. I do one thing I do buy into is their defense. There's obviously something be said about that. And we said the Saints team, obviously 10 and two, but I think I almost got the Saints in a similar vote as the Niners. Saints are 10 and two, but like I haven't really seen anything about them. That's overly impressed me this year. And well, the Forty ers got something like I said, their defense actually has impressed me very much. And, I think their defense is going to show up in this one. I think they can cause a little problems for Drew Brees. And the Saints defense has been very good, too, obviously. I still think the 49ers defense a little better could set up maybe some short fields for their offense and get some points in this one. And I'm going to take the Niners to win the game on the road here in New Orleans. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think you see a lot lot of – run-heavy offenses here for the most part. Um, I think Camara actually might not be the worst play because I don't think Breach is throwing too much. But yeah, I'll take the Niners' defense to make the plays in this one over the Saints' defense. I think that's the difference in the winner of the ballgame. And I'll take the Niners on the road here. And a little lower-scoring game. I'll go 21-17. Gag,
1: we might have our bet, man. We might. Interesting. That'd, be a, that'd be a fun one to bet. Uh, that actually would be a real fun <laughs> one to bet.
0: That's a big yeah. game. Yeah, it's yeah. a massive game. Yeah. I could very well be willing to go back to that one. Um, So we go to a game like that, and then we get 13-point spreads. <laughs> <laughs> Washington and Green Bay Packers, 13-point favorites at home, over under 41-and-a-half. Dwayne Haskins, a winner again for Washington against my Panthers there last week. The Panthers, you know, jump out to what, 14-0 leads? Can't hold on against the Skins.
2: <laughs> I love how about it? I love it. How about it?
0: Believable, Yeah, how about it? Um, anyways, Packers crushing the Giants at MetLife last week. Huge bet for me with the Pack right there. That was big. And to be honest, I actually think they keep it rolling here. Redskins, Redskins obviously, you know, a couple wins past couple weeks with Haskins and everything, but now you got a real test here in Washington. Now you're going to Green Bay. Uh, Packers still fighting for pretty much that division and everything. I mean, you've got the Vikings breathing down your neck. Aaron Rodgers does know this is a game he must win, and. Coming off the win last week, I think he's trying to keep momentum rolling. Big game for Rodgers last week against the Giants. See another big game coming from him this week against the Redskins. And I see another blowout coming from him this week where I think he the over under's forty one and a half. I think the Packers might score in the mid thirties here or so it's to make me love the over. But take the Packers and a very similar score to the game we just saw against the Giants right here. I'll go Green Bay, thirty five
1: fourteen. Wow, that's a blowout, man. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you, dude. I just, I don't see this. I mean, I, I don't know what Chad's going to say. He's picked the skins pretty well the past couple of weeks, I believe. Um, but I really think Green Bay will just be too much. You know, this is a completely different test. And, um, I can see the skins keeping it close, keeping it a one score game for the most, but Rogers will pull away. Uh, Haskins will turn the ball over in Green Bay. Um, you know, uh, so I'm going to take the Packers to win. I don't think it's going to be as many points as you were saying, uh, so I think the Skins give be a little bit closer, but I'll do twenty-seven, thirteen, Green Bay.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go against you guys in this one. I think uh, thirteen. I, I call it I, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want to yeah. pick I want to pick Green Bay to cover this. I really do. But the strength of the Skins is to run the football, and last week you saw what they could do with guys and AP. They both had a hundred over a hundred. Well, AP at ninety-nine, and guys had like a hundred and something, and two scores. Green Bay the way to beat them is is to run the football against them. They're 27th in the league. So I think – simply because I think the skins are going to run the ball a lot, I think it's going to shorten the game. And I think 13 points is just a little bit too much. Gank, I'm going to go back a couple weeks ago when you picked uh, the Bengals to cover in Oakland simply because those two teams are going to be run heavy. I think the same thing here. I do think the Packers win by double digits. I just don't think it's going to be 13. I think Rodgers has a big game, but 13 is just a little bit too much. I'll take the pack to win 24-13. That's fair enough, too.
0: Um, Four o'clock swing now here. Chargers in Jacksonville over under 43. Um, Jaguars getting three points at home here. Going back to Gardner Minshew, I think it's the main story here. I mean, Jaguars give Nick Foles all this money, gets hurt, Minshew comes in, wins a couple games, struggles, Nick Foles comes back. And I don't think Jacksonville, he really gave him a fair chance, honestly, coming off this injury. and Now you're home at home against a team you should beat that I think Nick Foles could beat, but because of everything going on there, I'm not so sold on the Jags right now and, I think the Chargers, they come out here, beat a Jacksonville team that almost seems to be clueless on what they're doing right now. Ja- Chargers have been close in almost every game they played, and this is one where the Jag this Jaguar team might be a bigger mess than the Charger team is, and I think that's why the Chargers pull this one out. Over under 43, I'd stay away because I think this game could go almost any way possible, but I'll take the Chargers. At home, my scores going have them going over 20 24 um, 20:
1: Yeah, I mean, Gank, I completely agree with the stay away game man. I, uh, you know, I, I don't know which of either team is going to show up. Um, I'm going to take the jags to get to get a slight win just because I think the chargers are they're really struggling. Uh, Phil Rivers is struggling. But just for some reason, I think I think Minshew will pull it out, man. Uh, I got the faith, and I just kind of, you know, I I think that he's going to come out with something to prove. So, um, you know, I, I, this could go either way, like you said, but I'll take the Jags to uh, win. They win the cover, so give me um, twenty to seventeen, Jacksonville.
2: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to take the Jags on this one too, and I think it's because Minshew he's he's back, and I think he's he's gonna he's gonna play well enough to go win a game. And I mean, the Jaguars are so screwed now that they have Nick Foles on the books, and this this is just blown up. And that oh boy gang, they they are just they are screwed. But the good thing is they have someone behind them that that can play. And Minshew, I think getting the reins back, I think he's going to come out and play well. And the question this week is how the hell are the Chargers going to blow another game and, and lose this week because. I mean, last week, did you guys see the end of that game where Drew Locke just hucked up a, a fifty-yard pass, <laughs> begging for that a pi, was, yeah. begging for a pi call? Oh and, my god, yeah! And the Chargers blatantly ran it. Like I, I don't know how that happens, but wow, that char-
0: looks like how Joe Flacco won
1: fifty percent of his games.
2: Hey. They won Super Bowl, baby. They won Super Bowl. That's unlike, all that matters. Yeah. Easy. Wait, wait. <laughs>
1: easy, easy over there. Eli Manning, David yeah. Tyree throw up. Yeah,
2: let's, let's relax there, bull. Yeah. Um, two times. Well, <laughs> easy. Two lucky catches. One uh, uh, was well, a fantastic throw. Give me the Jags. Yeah. 17, 16. Ooh, 17 16. Ooh,
1: 17 16. I like it.
2: six, I heard. Uh, a I, gave you a, I gave you a six.
1: I'm oh, mad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right how we get to the game of the week. There I think the game of the week personally. <laughs> Chiefs three point underdogs on the road in New England. Uh over under forty eight and a half. I said it last week. I don't think we've seen our best Chiefs team yet this season during the show. And you no, know, they came out, played an Oakland team that they're obviously better than, but kinda did what they had to do against them. Beat them up pretty well. Mahomes was far from perfect in that game, not going to lie, but I think I think he's bound to get it going, and I think, like I said, I think this whole Chiefs team is bound to get it going. I think that was just kind of the start of them hitting their stride this season, and we got a Patriot team that I've actually been picking against the past few weeks: picked against them against Dallas, picked against them against Houston, and I'm going to be picking against them against Kansas City here, and I'm also going to be picking. Kansas City to win the game here. Like I said, I think the Chiefs are Baltimore's biggest threat to the AFC. I actually still like the Chiefs a little bit better than Baltimore right now, so I do believe that much that they are going to hit their stride. And I tell you what, it was a good warm-up game last week against Oakland. Defense came out, played well. Mahomes, like I said, was far from perfect, but it's only a matter of time, I think, before he kind of gets going again. And once he does if this Defense continues to play well. I think they're the most dangerous team in the AFC, and this is the week to really get it going now. I'll take the Chiefs in New England here. I see a shootout coming, Tom Brady. Pretty good week. Actually, very good week last week, over 320 yards, three touchdowns. Um, I imagine he could keep pace at home here with the Chiefs, but I will take the Chiefs, pull this out, keep their momentum going, I got them winning on the road here, twenty eight
1: twenty four. Yeah, Gank. I mean, you haven't been against the Pats, and it's been working for you. Um, I, I like the Chiefs this week, man. I really do. Um, my big, my big thing here is that I don't really trust the Patriots' offense, and I think that their defense is very, very good. But I think it's beatable. Um, you know, the, just the Pats still haven't beaten many great teams, if any. And I think Kansas city just comes out with a chip on their shoulder from last year. You know, the Pats don't have Gronk anymore and they're still struggling from that. Um, and I think Kansas city will just kind of come in and, you know, play a little hard in the pats. I think that Brady recognizes offensively that, you know, they need to get it going. I don't think this is the week that they uh, find the win. So I like Kansas city. I like similar score to you game, but I'm going to go 24, 20 Kansas city.
2: I'm going to take the over with you guys, but I'm going I'm to go with the pats. Uh, and I've been I've been against them as well. I've been taking the spreads against them, and it's been hitting the last couple of weeks. But at some point, you got to not get greedy. And I think Tom Brady and the Patriots have played pretty pretty poorly the last couple of weeks. And I think this is the week that they get it right with their offense. And I think coming back home, I mean, i don't, picking anyone to go into Foxborough and winning is is bold, but especially against a New England team that needs, needs a win, which is kind of crazy to say at 10 and two Be and everyone right now is doubting them. And it's at the end of the day, it's Tom Brady. It's the Patriots. And I trust that defense. And I know the chiefs had a blowout win last week, but they, they didn't really look that great. They had less than 300 yards offense. Um, I know they won 49, but it was against a, an Oakland team that just didn't show up. So, it's going to be a whole different animal going into Foxborough this week. I'm going to take the Patriots to win. I like the over. Give me the Pats, 30-24. to 24. Yeah. You
0: can call me crazy. I mean, we've seen the Patriots have slow starts in the years past. And people say it's like, you know, it's this year, Patriots fall apart. And when it's all said and done, New England's come along strong at the end of the season. And honestly, half of those finishing in Super Bowls. So, I don't know. I could be wrong. You call me crazy. I feel like there's something different than this year. Like you New know, one kind of obviously started really strong, but like during a strong start, like their offense has never really been in stride or clicking. And all of a sudden, schedule gets tougher, and they get beat. I mean, Baltimore beat them. Houston. That score is a lot closer than the game actually was. I think and. When it's all said and done, I actually think for the first time, this might be the first time I'm ever saying it, too. It's different with the Patriots. I actually
1: – I think this might be it. We might actually be seeing a decline for once. I, I think I think it's just kind of their offense just doesn't have many players that are very good. Like, I just – I mean, they got Edelman, but – and have but there's no Gronk. And Brady's had Gronk the past, what, 10 years, and he just doesn't have him. So I think they're trying to adjust still.
0: Yeah, and then, like – as, much, as good as their defense has been, let's be honest, I mean, they played very well against Dallas. whose offense has been good, but then when you look at what Dallas has been doing, can you buy it? So when you take everything else, you look at the rest of their schedule, I mean, really the two best and only decent offenses they played were Houston and Baltimore, who not for nothing put over a combined 60 points against this Patriots defense too. So I'm starting to question that part of their team also.
2: So those two games are also on the road.
0: It's yeah. fair. It's fair, so, but...
2: I'm just... I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't believe... I don't think the Patriots was... make, make a run this year, but I think this yeah. game, I, I just this game, I, I think Tom Brady yeah. is going to just show up and they're going to win.
0: So I was always... You know, against the people, whenever they would have their slow starts or whatever it was, and people would be like, "This is the year." I was always against I and be like, "You guys are nuts. You don't think the Patriots going to be in it?" But you know, they actually had a hot start this year, and things started going down. And I just, for the, like, this might be the first time in 20 years, like I'm ready to sell out on New England. They're they're not it this year.
1: Wow we'll see next week and if they come out and show up which they usually do <laughs> when they're back against the wall but it is yeah. different this year I, agree. Yeah, it I, I think, think it's
2: different it is, it is it's It's a different 100%. feel
0: yeah Um. I tell you what's a different feel these Titans winning Ryan Tannehill baby <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um. the fact that there's three point road favorites here is this might actually be quite stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. That's what it is. I Over under 47, uh, Raiders, three-point dogs at home, probably stupid. I mean, they are minus 130 as yes, three-point favorites at home here. So that line is screaming a change. But, I mean, not for nothing, Titans – I mean, it's been night and day with Tannehill and uh, Mariota. The Raiders kind of been struggling the past couple of weeks – um, I thought the Raiders coming into the season were being overlooked. I had figured them around like seven wins or so. Obviously, I had a great start to the season. And then I think people started, you know, kind of buying too high on them and they kind of came back to earth. I think we're starting to see the Raiders team I expected to see all year, but. I really want to take them plus three at home here. It makes the most sense. It actually makes too much sense. But the way the Titans are playing, I'm not going to do it right now. I'm just going to take the Titans, a team that's been way better in the past month to come into Oakland here, win the game, over under 47. Um, hell has been playing very well. But Raiders offense, past two weeks, kind of falling asleep. I don't think I don't even think they combined to score 20 points in the past two weeks. But I will take the Titans, win this one on the road. I got the game going under. I'm going to have to use the Adam 6 number here, but I'll go 26 20.
2: There it is <laughs> 26.
1: <laughs> wow. Love well. it. Um, you know, the Raiders have hurt me a few times this year. Genki kind of described me with the Raiders, and I've been on them a lot, and they kind of hurt me, but I, I really feel good about this game. I'm, I know the Titans are playing well. They beat, a, they beat the AFC South opponents a few times, which you can never predict. Um, and I just – I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is what, will he be 6-1 now if he wins this game? I'm
0: or... are sure he will. I, I just <laughs>
1: – something tells me the Titans <laughs> <laughs> regress back to the mean here and the Raiders kind of play a lot better than they have been because they're a better team at home. Um, I For me, it's a bit of a stay-away game, but I, I like Oakland. My guts telling me Oakland here, so I'm going to stick with them. I do like the points, like you said, but I'll take 27-20, Oakland.
2: Yeah, I saw this game, saw the line, and I said exactly what I said to you guys. It's stupid. Um, I'm on the Raiders, and it's not discredit to Ryan Tannehill and what he's done. He's got this team playing good. Derrick Henry is just unreal right now. I think the last three games he's he's over 145 yards in each one, which is just stupid. But I'm going to – I think them traveling to the west coast of Oakland, I'm gonna, to a desperate Oakland team after two horrible uh, road games. I'm going to take the the Raiders to get back on track here and win and stay alive in the uh, playoff race. So give me the Raiders, 23-21. I
0: don't want to keep that one in the back pocket.
1: I don't know if I can bet the Raiders with you again, man. I'm like 0-3 this year. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. We'll keep it in the back pocket. It's fine.
0: But. I got so many things written down to bet this week. A lot got of them are overs. A yeah. lot of them are overs, which scares me. I'm glad <laughs> I'm picking last. I hope some of you can eliminate some of this. Right. <laughs> but um all right. Pittsburgh and Arizona here are Steelers. Big home winning against the Browns last week. Arizona two and a half point home dogs here over under forty three and a half. Um Devin Hodges for Pittsburgh, 2-0 as a starter right now. But it's all said and done. Pittsburgh has, as we all know, up-and-down team. I mean, this team has just been banged up with injuries all year. Been obviously shut down. See Rudolph go out. Hodges come in. Rudolph come in. Rudolph suck. Hodges come back in. No James Conner. Looking like no James Conner and no Juju again this week anyway. But it's the Steelers' defense that has obviously been keeping them relevant this year and has them right in the middle of the playoff hunt. But when it's all said and done, I think they struggle coming to Arizona here. We kind of mentioned it the game before. You got a team out east traveling way west, way west, and an Arizona team that, you know, obviously their record doesn't show it, but kinda of get a feel that Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray are probably giving Arizona fans some hope for next year. This team is this team's offense is clicking and a team that has, you know, been known for its defense the past few years, the fact that they finally have an offense, they get the defense back going. I think this team actually has a bright future. And I think they're gonna win this game at home here against Pittsburgh, um, forty three and a half. Kind of similar to what I said with the Deshaun Watson game coming with Kyler Murray. I think when you have that quarterback on the field, I think forty three and a half and a half is a low total. But Pittsburgh's defense I've been high on all year, so it does make sense to me. But I'm going to have the game going slightly over. I'm going to take Arizona winning. And I'll go
1: 24-20. Yeah, Gank, um, I think you made a few good points. For some reason, I don't know why I feel the same way, whereas I just looked at this game and I was like, I think Arizona is just going to find a way to pull this one out. Um, but I'm not going to pick them.
2: Uh, I'm going
1: to pick with Pittsburgh. <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, wow. <laughs> you like that? That's like like that? that a huge <laughs> I, You know what? I was trying to talk myself into picking Arizona, but they have just not looked good. They got smoked last week by the Rams. Um, and I think Pittsburgh's defense is just going to be enough to to win this game. Um, for me, it's a stay away game. I don't feel too great about it, but I just, I just think Pittsburgh will win. Um, I think their defense will play well enough, so I'll take Pittsburgh to win. Uh, give me twenty seventeen.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm similar with UAT, and uh, this this is mostly because I don't want the I want the Ravens to clinch the North next week and not this week. So I need the Steelers to win this week for that to happen. If the Ravens win and Steelers lose, the Ravens clinch the North. So I'm going to be a little selfish, and I want the Ravens to clinch the North when I'm when I'm in Baltimore. So. Um, I'm going to pick the Steelers to win. The Cardinals coming off arguably their worst game of the year, putting up seven points and getting absolutely blown out at home against the against the Rams. Um, I think the Steelers' defense will be the reason they win this game. Maybe they have a defensive touchdown or something, but I think they limit Kyler Murray and this offense again. And uh, Steelers with the Duck, I think Duck improves the three and zero, and I think the Steelers improved eight and five and stay. Uh, right in that AFC wildcard race. So give me the Steelers in a close one, 17 to 14.
0: <laughs> Kank, why did that get why you so Why did
2: that, like, really upset you?
0: I don't know, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> don't know what to say.
2: We just broke Kank's heart. Yep.
0: <laughs> give the cards and yeah. <laughs> the thing is Travis knows the cards are going to win he's
1: getting greedy I am
0: getting game.
1: greedy Baltimore. you're right I am 100% getting greedy <laughs> yeah talk about first world problems he wants his team to clinch next week not this week hold on guys yeah when he's
2: at the game play yeah, playing yeah. two years in a row Team still fighting for a sick. one seed yeah
0: oh man alright Sunday night Seattle one point dogs on the road in LA over under forty six and a half.
2: Uh Chaz, you start this one. <sighs> yeah, this this game is it's it was the Rams minus one now to now to them, I think. Um still Rams minus one. Oh it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Rams. Um I think plus one hundred on the Rams though, so yeah, I'm gonna take the Rams to win this game. I think uh Seattle, I've I've been on Seattle all year, and I think that they are a very good team, and I, I think they will make a run this this year. This game, I think, is just a uh, it's just a game where I think the Rams they're at home in a must win, and I mean you've heard me say it before on the show, teams at home and must win situation. I'm going to take them, and uh, I think the Niners will lose to the Saints, which will give a little leeway with the with the Seahawks, but. Uh, I don't know. Seahawks going off a huge win on Monday night. I think they go to LA and just have a little hiccup. And I think the Rams win a close one. Um, I'm, I like the points in this one, but give me the Rams to win. I think their offense got right last week. So give me the Rams 30 to 27.
1: Yeah. Chazzy. I mean, I think I had the exact same reaction. I looked at this game and I was just like, oh, I, I, this, I was a very stay away game for me. I could go either way. Um, I, find, I, I agree, though. The Rams will find a way to get a win here. They're more desperate team. I um, mean, they, they should have won in Seattle if it wasn't for Greg Leg like, missing that field goal. So, you know, I, I just think the Rams need this one. Um, and I, I think that they're going to come to play. But it scares me because last time I said that against the Ravens, they did not. They got <laughs> smoked. So, I don't know what they're made of. But I, I just I think a divisional game at home, they, t- they get the dub here. Uh, very similar score to you, but I'll go 27-24 L.A.
0: Now, I'm gonna be alone again here, I think. Um, the poor gang, I'm take, yeah, <laughs> what can you do? What can you do? <laughs> oh, but I am gonna take Seattle here. Um, Seattle huge, it's all said and done, come from behind, waiting against Minnesota, trailing at the half there. Um, obviously, huge third quarter for them, and almost kind of blew it there, but when it's all said and done, they had held their own, and that's kind of something Russell Wilson's been doing all year when close games. Seattle's just been pulling them out. Russell Wilson playing at a phenomenal level. Um, I mean, Lamar is probably the MVP right now. Hard to take that away, but I think right now Russ is their runner-up to him. And the Rams, who did finally look like a Ram team, probably most of us expected this year last week against Arizona, but this is a different beast in Seattle. Seattle is in a huge divisional race with Uh, San Fran right now, both sitting at 10-2, and not for nothing. Both teams fighting for home field advantage. Um, Seattle knows it. Beat the Rams once this year. I do think they beat them again. I just think right now they're playing like the better team. I don't think we're going to see the same Ram team we saw last week against the Cardinals the Seahawks defense, which I'm not really giving much credit to. I'm not saying they've been great, but it is better than the Cardinals defense. And I just think Seattle kind of keeps it rolling here. I think they're the better team. Um, I'm on the over here, 46 and a half. The way Seattle game's been going this year, the way Russ could score, and the way their defense has been playing, I feel like over in their games. It's not a terrible bet. So I'll take the Seahawks, pulling this one out at home. I'll go 27, 24, which brings us to Eli Manning Monday night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go.
0: Giants nine and a half point dogs in Philly over under 45 and a half. And I mean, I don't know if I really have much to say about this. I could probably, I'm probably going to make this short and sweet here on the Giants. Eli Manning specifically, obviously he's been the strong quarterback for years, have just never really figured it out against Philly. I actually want to say the Giants have a shot in this game, but when it's all said and done, they're not going to win the game. I do think they cover a a nine-and-a-half-point spread. That does seem like a pretty big number for this, and I think, if anything, with Eli and the Giants, Saquon, who's been having an off year, if we saw one thing, he's seemed to be more productive with Eli Manning, and maybe that gets Saquon going a bit. Against an Eagles defense, that's been terrible. A Giants defense, that's been terrible. So when you look at the over under 45 and half, we're talking about two teams that allow probably close to 30 points a game here. I mean, the Eagles just allow the Dolphins to score 38 on them. And both these secondaries in general, just not pretty to watch. So I do think Eli could actually get this Giants offense moving. Carson Wentz, I think, Monday night, Eagles, especially primetime against Giants, history tells us, will feast on this defense. So I do see a high-scoring game in which the Eagles win, but the Giants do cover, and I'll take Philly here, 33-24.
1: Wow. 33-24. Um, <laughs> <Covered. I could laughs> Fire to cover. Fireworks to Philly. <laughs> Um I the only thing that I thought about was this game is just how much more the Eagles need to win than the Giants. I mean there couldn't be more pressure on the Eagles and the Giants. I mean, you know, obviously out of contention, Eli's gonna go out and just play whatever and do what he can do. Um I, I think Philly's defense is actually gonna show up this week though. I know they just had a tough one in Miami, but at home, I mean against New England and Seattle they showed up and I think at home they're gonna show up, you know. I don't see them falling to five and eight. Um so I'll take them to win. Uh, but I think the Giants keep it close. Uh, I think Eli will play all right, so I'll do Philly uh,
2: 24-17. yeah I, tell you, I got the same scores, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants to cover. I think 9.5 is an outlandish number for a, a Eagles team that has played like absolute dog shit the last four weeks. Um, and I know it's the Giants, but like we said before the show, I think Eli Manning only helps their, their chances of covering this 9.5. And, and I think... For They're getting Evan Ingram back. They're getting Golden Tate back, it sounds like. And this might be Eli Manning's last last game he starts. And if it is, I think the Giants are going to come ready to play for it. That being said, I don't think they're going to win. I think the Eagles will squeak out a win here at home. But 9.5 is, just like last week, was way too much for me last week, way too much again for me this week. Uh, so I'll take the Eagles to win, but 24-17.
0: All right, that uh, gets us to the locks. Um, we've been hot, boys. To try to keep this going. Chaz, Will little leading us off this week.
2: Yeah, I got i uh, – I'm torn between my last one, but um, my first one, me and Adam were on the same boat. Genki disagreed, but do not care. Uh, give me the Saints minus two and a half. I'm not going to lie. I love that. Um, like I said, I think it's a must win for the Saints. At ten and two, I think they need home field advantage, mm-hmm. and this is their real test. And I think uh, I think your breeze will show up for it. Second- Adam,
0: real quick, I'll the make hole. that the bet right now. I'll take the Niners plus two and a half. Lock
1: it in, baby.
2: Okay, go on, Chaz. Go ahead, Chaz. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we'll add them on that bet. Um, <laughs> the second one, <laughs> give me uh, the Colts and Tampa Bay over forty-six and a half. Oh, Chazzy, it's okay, for me. Sorry, buddy. That's all right, man. Um, Over didn't hit last week, so I'm just playing the odds. they got to hit this week. That's fair, yeah. Um, And then my last one, which I was torn between a few, but I'm going to take my Bengals plus 8.5. Wow. In Cleveland.
1: All right, Chazzy. All right. So, uh, first of all, I really like the over in the Seattle Rams game. Over 46.5. I think both those offenses will find a way to put up some points. Uh so give me that one. I'll also take the fins to cover. Got to get back to the uh the OG boys so you know. Cough. <laughs> <laughs> I think it I think it's just about that time for them, you know. Uh I uh I was foolish last week but I will not be uh, picking against them again. So give me that one and then I will also take uh the under in the Pittsburgh and the Arizona game.
0: Ooh, love that. Uh, What's that number at?
1: 43 and a half. Okay.
0: Under, huh?
2: Yeah, Bull. You heard me.
0: We might have two unders this week then. I do they whoa, go whoa. with it. ain't betting an under again. It mean, works for me last time I did it. Yeah, no. It's no guarantee. works for yet. me last time
2: I did too. So. Yeah.
0: No guarantee yet. Um, To be honest, I'm going to – Um, God, now I'm torn. I really want Miami. (laughs) I just wanted to start with Miami and let it go from there. (laughs) Um,
1: Got them all rattled.
0: No, screw this. I'll keep rolling with the unders. Uh, We're going to have two bets on the game. Uh, Got Sam Fran. Chaz has the Saints. Adam has the Saints. But I'm going to take under 44 and a half in that game. Kind of see it run heavy for the most part. I think the clock goes quick. I think we got – Two good defenses right there. Um you know, New Orleans kinda of has some injuries at the linebacker position. That's kinda of where I had San Fran winning, but when it's all said and done, I think this game kinda of screens twenty one seventeen, whatever it is all over. But forty four and a half seems like a high number and I think the winning I think the winning team will have twenty four points in that game and I can't say a losing team being within 3 or 4 but I just like them run the ball and go under. I'm going to go with the over right in the Monday night game we were talking about. Kind of hesitant because of the Giants, but I'm going to take over 45-and-a-half in Giants Philly, and the main reason why is kind of actually because Eli Manning's back. Saquon has played better with Eli Manning, and we've seen it last year. Well, this year's Philly's defense been brewed on. Last year, Saquon in both games against Philly was probably the only good thing the Giants did against Philly was Saquon just going off all times. Um, Philly's offense at home is going to score against the Giants. I got them scoring in the 30s, so I'll take over 45 and a half in that one. And for a third week in a row, I didn't think I'd be doing this, but I'm torn between the Titans minus three, which I'm not doing. But what I am going to do is pick against the Patriots. It's worth two weeks in a row. And I might be begging when I do it for a third week in a row. You are bold, man. I am going to take the Chiefs plus three. Like I said, I got them winning outright. I don't know what it is with the Patriots this year. It's all 25 years I've been alive. It's a different feel, I think, for the Patriots that I could ever remember. And I got the Chiefs winning outright. I'll take them plus three.
2: Wow, I was I gank my girl, I was torn. I was almost gonna take the paths minus three month. Were you really? Yep. Yeah. If you did,
0: I probably would taken the Titans minus three. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'll tell you what, man. My we third. threw gank
1: for a loop there, man. He had, yeah, we did. <laughs> we took a lot of them, bro. It
2: didn't take much for me. No, you guys over and under. you probably got all, everything you want. Yeah,
0: over under the Um, I really want Miami. Really wanted my Abby. That was actually kind of my that was it.
2: I'm st- i <laughs> I'm sticking with my strategy of a of a favorite a dog and and over. I usually go one 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 every week.
0: Um Yeah. Traz I pamba Indy, I had that over in my top three, but I knew it I knew picking last It wasn't
2: falling to me. Nah. Because Adam, I know Adam wanted it. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I, I was
0: hope, I was hoping for it, but I was being realistic. Kind, kind of knowing that I wasn't getting that one. Yeah, you're
1: out of your mind. You think that was going past me? So. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Gang, We got a fun one o'clock game to bet on. Man, I'm excited. Yeah,
2: that's actually, a good one to watch. I'm rooting for AT hard. Love it.
1: Well, Gang, you're kind of at a
2: win-win because if you lose, we get a win for the locks. Because- yeah. But if you win, then you win money. So,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. And if Adam wins, he's
0: doing what he's done at best get to 500 against me, which means I'm winning next week. <laughs> All
1: right, <Gank>. Better be <laughs> careful. You know, he played ball in the 500 games, but now it's playoff time. So we'll see
0: how it does. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. you two are going against each other in fantasy playoffs. Yeah. Know? Massive matchup.
1: Yeah. Well, we- I didn't bring it up for a reason. I mean, we're in trouble. <laughs>
0: I'm confident in the squad
1: Well it's not that. It's just Chaz's team's good And he's just got some matchups that are (sighs) I got got a lot of green in my matchups Yeah I mean he's got Dalvin Cook Against the worst rush defense at home He's got Kirk going against the Lions too I
0: um Yeah I got some favorable matchups Against track this week I think I'm beating him (laughs)
1: that hurts me even more because if gang finishes finally, it's just like the walls
2: lose lose I mean not for nothing
0: it'll be this what my fifth time in this league I think that you've been co-commissioner over whatever it is I think it'll be the fourth out of fifth time I finish better than you so yeah, we gotta take care of business
1: this week still Gank so we'll
0: got faith in the boys
2: should be a dude faith
1: yeah, I mean, it's just one of the – he's always got Russ going. And it's like, you know, I got Russ in one other league and I'm playing against him, so I don't know.
0: To be honest, my biggest thing is, um, what's his face, Tannehill's starting against Oakland. I mean, I got Winston and Brissett going to gangs each other. And I feel like Brissett against Tampa Bay makes the most sense, but, like, I can't bench Winston. Because <laughs> oh, Winston's yeah. good for 330 yards, three touchdowns, and three
1: picks, but I'll take that in fantasy every day. So you're starting Tanhill over, uh or set? Yeah, I I don't know, man. I guess Tan has doing great though in fantasy. So, dude, um,
0: ever since Tanhill's been the starter for Tennessee, Lamar Jackson's the only quarterback with more fantasy points than him.
2: Yeah, wow, wow. yeah. <laughs> That's why you get him. <laughs> Fair enough. Doesn't Jack? Have, doesn't Jack have Lamar? No, Matt. No, Matty my G brother does. has Lamar. All right.
0: Jack, Jack's quarterback matchups against me this week. They should got be good. Dak, He's got Dak against the Bears and Dwayne Haskins in Green
2: Bay, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> God. He made, this, he made the playoffs <laughs> with Dwayne Haskins as his quarterback. Uh, I traded him Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Man, oh, Jack God. deserves to lose <laughs> too Yeah, that. yeah, yeah he really does. I hope he fucking <laughs> win by 100. <laughs> I gave him juju, too. Who hasn't played since? So. I haven't played, yeah. Literally got Odell for nothing. <laughs> to be honest,
0: he has played a game since, but Jack didn't play him.
2: So Jack he, he has essentially
0: not used traded me Odell Beckham for Mason Rudolph, and then Mason Rudolph got benched. So he just gave me Odell Beckham. <laughs> yeah, he deserves to lose.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> so, I'm hoping Odell actually goes off too.
2: He could. he could. He could.
1: Yeah. If there's a week, I mean, since he.
2: I need him to in our league, Gank. Yeah. Against real fucker up. Yeah, I
1: don't want to talk about that
0: league because my team deserves to be in the playoffs and they're not. Yeah,
2: both. <laughs> you and Garrett are both sitting watching from the couch. <laughs> that, that My team's just too good not to be in the playoffs yeah. in that one. Oh, yeah.
0: Because, like, honestly, Joe's team's obviously really good. Joe's but like, team is just... If he doesn't win it, it's probably a problem. Yeah. Like, if my team gets in the playoffs... I'm, I'm not saying I was beating Joe. Like I said, I actually think Joe's going to win the league. But like, I was very confident. on,
2: like placing somewhere, getting some money in it. Yeah, but what can you do? I'm the it's th- fantasy. It's my, fantasy. my t- and my team is not good at all. And I'm the three seed.
0: Yeah, I know.
2: I'm the three, and I'm playing the six. and I'm projected to lose by like thirty. Whew. I, but the six I would, is but pretty would, good, though, because yeah, here's he a is. kid
0: I want to gag. Here's actually – I think Joe, I like my team. I like his team. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was Keyes' team was the other one that I was thinking that, like,
2: is decent. But you know, he's got know. Lamar. He is Lamar, so that obviously that helps.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you got Lamar, most of those teams are in the playoffs. It's like,
2: it's like the Mahomes of last year. Right, Except exactly. my
1: brother. Except your brother, yeah. yeah except your
2: brother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever you, Scott Lamar, Captain, like pretty good round next Oh man, yeah, you're right. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, bye, bulls.
1: We'll be back. We need a winning week.